Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast. This podcast is created for hungry entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, personal development resources, and actionable tips. Now for your host, Jason Wright. What's happening, everybody? This is episode number 75, Joining the Digital Revolution with Nolly Nicholas. Well, I hope you guys have had a great weekend and are looking forward to a good week ahead of you. I know I am. Last week, I mentioned my ebook, 15 Lessons to Survive Your Startup. That is actually now out and available. If you guys want to check that out, you can just go to my website and go to the ebook page. Um, and I've got a, a random story for you guys this week that you might find entertaining. So today is actually my wife's birthday. And about a week ago, my kids and I got, got together and decided, you know what? We're going to do an ice cream cake this year from Dairy Queen. You know, it's just something a little bit different. We haven't done that in a couple years. We're going to go with the ice cream cake, and I'm going to um, I'm going to take care of that, obviously. So had this all planned out. had it planned out to a T when I was going to sneak by. And we have a, a, a chest freezer in our garage, chest freezer in our garage. I was going to swing by. I was going to grab this cake. And I was going to literally like pull in the car and leave it running, just walk straight in the garage and drop it in there. So once in a blue moon, as soon as I open the garage door, my wife is like pops out of the house waiting for me. Very rarely, though. So usually I have at least 30 seconds. So I get this plan all together. And uh, you're going to guess, you can guess what happens. But I pull up in the driveway, I pull the car up, open the door. I open the garage and I literally get one step from the freezer and she pops out. Hey, what are you doing? And I've got this cake kind of hidden behind my back. And I was like, go back inside, go back inside. And she wouldn't go. So I had to open the freezer and drop it in there. And she didn't see the cake, but obviously she knew what I was doing. So, um, you know what? That's what happens when you plan things. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's uh, for a birthday party or for your business or for anything in life, really. Um, you got to have plans, but, you, you know, are you the type of person that sees it through no matter what? If the plan falls apart, do you give up? Do you become a victim to that plan or do you keep going? You know, that, that's my little short random story for you for this episode, but think about it. I mean, even even when stuff falls apart, doesn't go according to plan. Actually, if you think about it, stuff not going according to plan happens quite often. It happens quite often. A lot of people just give up, but... I uh, just wanted to illustrate that if you're going to get near the finish line, you might as well step across. Anyway, well, we've got a great guest today. We've got um, Nolly Nicholas with us from Switzerland, and he's going to talk to us about what he does. So without any further delay, let's dive in and check that out. What's happening, everybody? I've got another great guest with me this week. I've got a respected entrepreneur and a good friend of mine, uh, Nolly Nicholas, he is an entrepreneur, he is a digital marketer, a passionate world traveler, and an author. Nolly, welcome to the show, man. Uh, thank you for the uh, for coming to the show. So. Awesome, no, pro no problem at all. So I would love for you to tell us about your journey into entrepreneurship, uh, what that's been like for you, you know, some things you've run into, and just uh, 
help some of these people who've never been down that road yet know what to expect? I would say it's it's a long journey. I think uh, not only I would say in a personal way, but also it's in let's um, say pers- um, professional way also. And uh, I don't know. It's I would say it really started. I would say in some way because I was really not satisfied also on my career, and uh, I always wanted to go something more. And that's why I, one day I decided to be an entrepreneur. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll definitely agree with you. I mean, it's, uh, you know, with Instagram, I don't know why Instagram always comes to mind, but with Instagram and, and social media, so many people hear entrepreneur and they see the fast cars and the money and all the stuff. But what they don't realize is it is a rough journey. Uh, and And probably one of the bigger things that, that I've seen is it, it takes a lot longer than you think. You know, I, I don't know what my expectations were at first, but it definitely takes longer. So have you found that patience is a big part of that? I would say it's patience because it's not like you said, it's not like the, all the money of the, I would say all the bling bling and so on. It's, I'd say it's hardcore working and also you have to, I would say, took some sacrifice also, which is quite a lot. And you should be really, I would say, strong to take that road because it's not like the, I would say, everyday job, like you wake up, you take your breakfast, you're going to work, doing your, your hours and going back home and see your friends and so on. It's, I would say, really hard. So also, it's on a personal side, it took a lot on my relationship with my ex because it's not like work, you know, it's like you're bringing all your worries at home every day. You're going uh, also. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely want you guys uh, to listen to what he just said. So, you know, if you think of a, a career and you think about maybe the hardest role in that career, you know, the hardest level, most difficult level that you want to go to, entrepreneurship, that's the expert's game. I mean, it's everything you'll encounter in the corporate world, but it's so much harder. Uh, if you want to get, you know, the, the money and the control of the time and all those things that people think about, I mean, you know, if it were easy, everybody would do it. So you, you've got to climb a pretty uh, pretty steep peak to get there. So, you know, what he says is uh, – you know, very, very true, and it's something for you guys to think about. So, tell us, what was kind of your first entrepreneurial journey? Like, what did you, what did you set out to do, and you kind of made up that decision? You know, I want to do something for myself. What did you set out to do? Like, what type of work, and kind of how did that go for you? I think it's important to, I'd say, <clears throat> to add the context and on the reason why I decided to be an entrepreneur. It was a time was I was unemployed for I'd say almost for two years because I was looking for a job in IT and during that uh, I'd say that years I was telling myself yeah maybe a, it's a good opportunity to change my career so I saw that I was really found about everything with social media so the thing is I. Indeed, that I 
went on online and I started to follow some online, I would say, courses also. And uh, one day I met someone who was also looking, I would say, to walk into that field. And uh, I thought at first that, that someone was also, really, I would say, at the same level of interest of me. And I uh, discovered with time that it is not the case. It was not, I would say. It was more into making money and would say to build relationship with the clients. So we started to build, I would say, a web agency here in the in my town. And uh, at first we did something at the same level. I was more the, I would say, the IT guys on the technical side. And him, he was more, I would say, the commercial side who the person looking for the clients. And uh, with time, we saw that I was doing all the things, I would say, working IT, doing the website alone, and he was not really interested to do the same, I would say, investment as me. So what I hear is a partnership that didn't work out, correct? Yes. And everybody listen, I don't think I've ever shared this, but I will now. It's a good opportunity. Obviously, a partnership's an option for you. I'm personally not a fan. I say that, and I'm just thinking out loud here, I have a partnership. My wife and I are 50-50 business partners. So I guess if that one doesn't work, the whole thing goes down. But in a normal situation, I'm not a fan of partnerships for the reasons that Nolly just said. You know, if you get two people together in the beginning, you know, everybody's excited. But if you have completely different ideas and there's no compromise or one person doesn't pull their weight, it can be catastrophic. So something I don't think I've ever talked about, but something to really think about there. I'm not a, not a big fan of partnerships in business. Uh, like I said, I say that and then, you know, my wife and I are business partners. So, but my wife focuses on a different aspect of the business. So she's got her baby. I've got mine. It works out for us. All right, Nolly, uh, talk to us about marketing a little bit and how it's changed in the last few years. And specifically, I want you to think about individuals and companies who are trying to stay relevant. So obviously a lot of that's gone social. Um, what worked on Facebook five years ago may not work as well today. So how do you think that's changed in the last few years and, you know, specifically for people who are trying to stay relevant? I think from, I would say, because I started to, let's say, I started to into digital marketing like five years ago. And I think the main differences is to, stand out from the noise because there's a lot of things, especially on Twitter. Twitter, I think it's the, it's a noisy platform. And in order to be, I would say, to stand out on Twitter or Instagram, I think it's, you have to be first, you have to be relevant. Also, you must be built relationship with your followers, either on your, let's say, Twitter or your Facebook pages. And I think you sh also should be human on how you communicate. 
because also to understand how what or how your followers are thinking, how they live their life also, and how you can also empower their life also. Mm -hmm. I just had a thought while you were talking. So I guess another thing that's probably changed is video. You know, everything. everybody's got a streaming, you know, app now within their social media. It, you know, when you think about that, how has live video impacted? I'm thinking of, you know, Facebook, you know, obviously YouTube, Instagram, and I think Twitter even uses Periscope. I think you can do live through Twitter. Do you feel like live is, is a pretty big deal these days? I mean, do you feel like in order to stay relevant and to kind of stay in front of the curve, you have to be doing live video? Or what are your thoughts with that? I think, yes, because it's some kind of, it's, uh, it's some kind of trust because so, so the people can see that that's you. It's not some like you're asking an agency or something else to doing your content. So in some way, you're becoming more relatable to them also. Yeah, I guess you you keep it real. You keep it authentic. And I know when I do live video, even if I screw up, I usually just leave it because I like to show it's just it's just a normal person making an effort at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's why also if you – it's like that's why also then the daily view from Gary Vaynerchuk is working very well because it's – you can – I would say you can relate on what he's doing on his video also. You can follow him everywhere. You can see it's him. It's not something else. It's someone else. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think Gary V is about as real as they come. I don't think he he tries to fit into anybody's box. So you're, you're definitely right there. Well, so that's why either of the video content it's a must for now mm -hmm. because this is the only media on which you can fake it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can fake, for example, your uh instagram post you can maybe doing with a better camera than your phone then upload it into instagram or you can ask someone to write for your blog uh, on your blogs but you can fake it on when you're live streaming or taking let's say videos i agree with you and you know what i notice is you know a lot of people have a blog and there's nothing wrong with blogs i like blogs you have a blog i have a blog uh, but like you say, if you start looking around, a lot of people don't really do live video. And I think of my buddies that are in the entrepreneurial space or in the online space, a couple of them do lives, but most of them don't. Do you do you see the same thing? Uh, yes. So also, it's, I would say you always can you find always the same tone on on the blogs because, I don't know, they want to fit in they, – they want to have a specific tone – and with video, you can create your own, I would say, tone also. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, this is an interesting one because I actually have talked to a couple of people about this here recently. But I think one of the most overwhelming areas for new, new startups especially is social media marketing. So when you think about social media kind of as a, a whole, what advice would you offer to somebody who's – trying to get started and i guess where i want to go with this is if you had to pick three platforms to recommend that somebody focus on what would you recommend uh, i would say at first instagram and uh, because you can upload your videos also you can also and 
The second one, I would say uh, Facebook. And the last one, still Twitter also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Twitter's a weird one for me. I really haven't done anything differently, but my Twitter following continues to shrink. Facebook continues to grow. LinkedIn continues to grow. My, I don't know if my business is weird or what, but I try to focus on most of them. Uh, I've kind of given up on Snapchat personally, but Instagram and Facebook, you know, they're the same company, but those have been important for me. LinkedIn's been a beast for me, and it's it's interesting. It's not one that I would have anticipated. I actually avoided it for a while, but I think LinkedIn might be one that, that some people don't utilize the best. I mean, I found that sharing stuff in your feed is helpful, but where the real value is is when you get in the LinkedIn groups that are applicable to what you're trying to do and you share regularly, I, I find that you get a lot of questions and relationships and contacts, and it's been a really good thing. So uh, maybe somebody something for everybody to think about listening. Yeah, but also the thing is also on my, I would say, for me, it's quite difficult to, I would say, to navigate through the linking group because there is a lot of clicking groups. And uh, mostly you don't see the members communicating, um, I would say, talking to each other. It's more like, uh, I would say, it's more like uh, creating uh, their own Let's say, you know, on Facebook groups, you know, mm-hmm. they just post, I would say, thing, uh, links into it, but they don't talk to each other. Now, I agree with you. Uh, LinkedIn groups are definitely have a lower engagement. Facebook groups, you get an engaged Facebook group. Good Lord. I, I've got some Facebook groups that they're not my groups that I'm just in, and they're very active, and you get that more personal connection that you're talking about. <laughs> so, um yeah, I mean, Facebook groups, in my, in my opinion, are still king for that. What are, what are your thoughts? Do you think that Facebook groups are, or what, what do you think? I think Facebook groups are better than LinkedIn groups. Oh, yeah. Also, for example, for startups, it's a good place. For example, they can create their own community better than on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Because also, you can promote your groups on Facebook groups also. So yeah. maybe you can also create, for example, your own vip groups for i would say for if you are um uh, let's say if you are st- a startup uh, who creates i don't know supplements or nutrients you can create your own vip groups for people who want to share their uh, initiative uh, advice and so on it's like uh, it's like going you're going to the clubs, and you can go to the VIP uh, VIP place. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So what I'd like to do now, so I'd love to get three tips from you in regards to digital marketing that are low cost or free, that all startups need to do. So you talked about the three social channels that you think they should do. Uh, or get involved with or set up profiles with, uh, what tips for digital marketing in general? And it doesn't even have to be limited to social media. But what what tips would you recommend for all startups that are low cost? I think I recommend to be real, I think. Either on, depending the platform you on you, uh, where you are, I think 
you should be, for example, on Instagram. I think maybe you should also share your journey with with your followers, saying that it's not, I would say, not every day you're not going to the beach or going to fancy restaurant or so on. I think you should be also show the side and when you have some doubts and so on. It's like on my Instagram. So at first I had some, I was thinking maybe, I would say, I was thinking if I have to share the moment of doubt that I have and uh, I say yes, I have to because I don't have every day. It's very fancy. This, let's say I'm in good mood and so on. I think you should also share the moment oh, you are struggling also. So you can show that, ah, yes, they're also like me. They don't, I would say, they don't have every good days. Mm-hmm. What other tips would you recommend uh, for startups? Also to not to talk, I would say, about their products, but maybe to talk also how they see the words with the products. I don't know if you can see the difference. So instead of talking about the products, you're saying talk about how, like, how the products will affect the world or how the world will see yes. the products? Yes, that's right. Gotcha. Just to have a bigger impact that uh, that's seeing the products or something. So you're basically saying don't make it about you, make it about them. Yes. Very nice. And give me one more tip if you don't mind. And I would say one more tip, I would say, I think storytelling also. What do you say People, starting today? Uh, story, uh, storytelling, sorry. Gotcha. Storytelling. Very, very important. Because people love stories. They do. And I love the three you just gave because it's all it's all free. Not, nothing you mentioned costs anything. You know, Facebook or Instagram for the live video is a great suggestion. Uh, putting yourself in the, the audience's shoes and then storytelling is really powerful. And, you know, sometimes people think like, oh, nobody's going to care about my story. But that's absolutely false because you've always done a little bit more than somebody else. And if you're willing to humanize it, like you said – other people are going to gravitate towards that because they may have a similar experience and say, hey, you know what? This guy's like me. So that's good yes. stuff, man. Well, what I'd like to do is switch gears a little bit, and I think you'll like this, but talk to us about your travels, uh, you know, some of the places you've mm -hmm. been and how a change in environment can kind of spark creativity in your marketing. So I've seen some of your pictures. I follow you on most social channels, and uh, I don't know if I've ever told you this. You're a great photographer. You've got a great eye for for beauty and nature and, and different places you've been. And I'll Thank be honest, you. I haven't traveled much. You know, I haven't really left. The, I've never left the United States yet. I'd like to, but you've got to do a lot of that. So talk to us about some of your travels and where you've been and, you know, how that change can spark creativity. Yeah, I think, uh, for example, I went recently to Nepal. And uh, before that, I was, I went to on the west coast of the US. So I did California, uh, Grand Canyon, Yosemite, and so on. And I think people should not only, I would say, travel far in another country, but also travel 
also in their country because it's a good experience to I would say to discover, I would say, gratitude of living on, on such, I would say, beautiful places. And except, I would say, going to see magnificent landscape also, you are meeting all a different kind of people. And also you understand that the people around you, I would say, in your town is not are not the same the people you are meeting and someplace else and I would say the most impactful trip that I did and I think it's the one who affected me the most it was my trip to Nepal Mm -hmm. because there I would say I discovered the meaning of the words gratitude and how to be grateful for something that you are taking for granted. And uh, it changed me a lot, I would say, uh, from the inside. Mm-hmm. Is that change from the inside? And I, I know it had a big effect on you, and I've talked off air about that a bit, which is great. Um, has that change translated into some of your maybe approaches with marketing or your thoughts or even your perspective on things? Is, does that type of thing translate through? Yes. Also, because I, when I was in Nepal, I was a lot of contact with the, with Buddhism and also all the aspect of all things are moving. All things are not, I would say, they don't stay forever at uh, the same state. And I saw the same parallel with digital marketing. It's like the old strategy you can read on or watch on digital marketing, I would say snapshot for a moment. And uh, also it learns me that maybe Facebook for now it's the main thing, but Maybe in in the next two years there will be something else. So it helps me also to be to not to count on something which is granted for now, and we don't you don't know maybe there is a new social network who is on with someone is working on a new social network better than Facebook also. Absolutely. I think that's a great parallel that you brought out. I never even thought about that, but you're right. The stuff is never, uh, it's never stagnant. It's always uh, changing, always changing. That's very, very well said. Well, what's next for you and your business? What are you working on, say, from now until the end of the year? What are your focuses on? Uh, For now, now I would say I'm moving my career from IT to digital marketing. And specifically now, I'm moving to the travel industry slash tourism. Mm-hmm. And um, as it's, it's something new, so I would say I'm learning a lot. about. I'm taking some online courses about tourism because it's not, I would say, my... It's, I didn't study in that field. And uh, I just would say took the the train on and um, 
for now it is my objective for now it's starting to get um, let's say known in that industry so i know i can bring some new insights from into the industry because i i didn't say work into it for it was not i would say my main work experience in it so but for now i have my it's upcoming and first webinar in that industry, which is on July. And uh, for now, I'm thinking maybe to write another books after the one that I wrote. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, no, I think I've also some other plans also in my let's say under my belt. Awesome! 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 Well, if people listening would like to learn more about you, get in touch with you, what's the best way they can get in touch with you? Uh, the best way to get in touch with me will be on Twitter and uh, also on my blogs also, which is nolinicolas.ch. Uh, yep, and we will we will link all that up for you in the show notes as well for anybody listening. So, all right, man, I definitely appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming on the show, okay? Uh, thank you. Especially, it, it also it's my first podca- podcast. Also, I hope it won't be your last. I hope it won't be your last. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> See you, man. Yeah. We are back. We are back. We are back. Nolly, I know you're listening, man. Thank you. Appreciate your time very, very much. Well, if you guys want to check out show notes from that episode, as always, you can go to intentionallyinspirational.com dot com forward slash episode seventy five, and we will have uh, you know all the links and everything in there and. Um, you guys can check that out in greater detail. I know you will like that. Um, going back to the story at the beginning of the show, if you guys are trying to sneak an ice cream cake into your house, good luck to you because I don't know how you do it without getting caught. So, <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I appreciate it. We will catch up with you next week. Remember, make a plan. If it falls apart, see it through anyway. Don't give up. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Intentionally Inspirational. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the show on iTunes or check us out on SoundCloud. To check out all of our resources for your startup business success, visit our website at intentionallyinspirational.com. We look forward to seeing you again next week.